Rockies 102.9. The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew exhilarates and quenches with its one-of-a-kind great taste. Mountain Dew, this is how we do. It's 8-14. No. No, we just call him Daddy. Tim Murray. Hey, Hey, Tim. Tim. What are you calling me? Daddy. Daddy. Yeah, that is my name. Yeah. According to one person. Yeah. Yeah. One. For the time being. That's true. That army could increase. Not right now, but yes, it could could increase. Had to be peeled off today. Yeah. Well, he had to be peeled off of me. It was weird. (laughs) Guess he likes me or something. I don't know. Which you said flies in the face of yesterday. Oh, yesterday, first day back from vacation, he goes to school. He runs right into school, sees all his friends. He's like, see ya. Well, maybe after one day back at school, he decided they weren't that great. Yeah, he's like, ah, this place isn't that fun. You want more fun? The beach, the pool. (laughs) It should be. My grandparents. This sucks. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to believe that when you're a kid that your grandparents were not cool because you get to do anything you want when you're around them, and then your parents go, "Boy, never, never, never did that for me." Yeah, well, I uh, I have apologized to my daughter's husbands for some of their behavior, <laughs> like when they do stuff like that's that's probably on me. I probably caused that. Sorry about that, but you know, you picked yeah, her, not me. That was my fault. So my right. bad. It's when, right, you, when, they it's when you tap your chest when you throw the bad pass. My bad. Yeah, when they my freak bad. out about something, their husbands will tell me. I go, yeah, that's that's probably my fault. I probably probably did something once. <laughs> caused that. Sorry. You want a beer? Would you like a cocktail? Hey, a couple bucks? A helicopter over there? <laughs> so there's that. Hey. Hey, how about, how about those Milwaukee bucks? You know. I watched all four games, and I watched them pretty closely. And I thought last night, for a little while, maybe this is Detroit's night. Cause they Got a were, little nervous. They, well, I wasn't really nervous. They yeah. were just burying threes for a while, and I thought maybe this is their night. And what are the chances you beat it? You face a team eight times, and you beat them eight times. I thought, eh, it would be, that would be even for, you know, this is a team that at least made the playoffs. That would be pretty difficult to do. And then the Pistons turned into the Pistons again, and the Bucks win in four straight, as predicted. Just a, I'm, I'm just a small bone to pick, small bone. Um, so as you guys know, everything around me just reverts back to gambling. So mm-hmm. the Bucks were a 13 point favorite last night. They covered. They, they covered, covered it. They covered every game in the series, making them the sweetheart of this particular playoff so far because they've covered every time, right? Oh yeah, yeah, they have covered and then they. Some. They almost set an NBA record for dominance in a four-game sweep. Second most ever points differential in a four-game sweep in NBA history. Second only to the Magic, who swept the Hawks in 2010 by a total of 101 points. The Bucks combined beatdown of the Pistons, 95 points over a four-game stretch. But I took the Bucks, thinking this was my uh, this is my brilliant mind, right? Because I just I'm so smart. I'm like, oh, the Bucks are going to come out and be kicking their ass in the first half. Then they'll take the foot off the gas pedal and just cruise on in. So I took the Bucks on the first half 
minus seven and a half. Oh, and they did not. They were losing yeah, at halftime. Right. And then all they did was outscore the Pistons <laughs> 71 to 42 in the second half. Yeah. 17 3 run to end the half. I mean, it was whew, Giannis, 41 points. Some of his his just ability to contort his body. Look, the the play that he had, the and one when Drummond went up and met him in midair, and then he comes down and somehow scoops it in, that's lucky. But still, to have the ability to just move enough and even get a shot close to the bucket was just ridiculous. Well, the whole Drummond thing, even he couldn't believe, and he yeah. was standing right there that that went in because he had that shocked look on his face. They just started laughing like, "Who? that's impossible what you just did. And and poor Thonmaker. Yeah. Watch out, buddy. That, was, uh, that wasn't very nice of Giannis to dunk on his former teammate <laughs> like that. But I bet you Thon's used to it. He probably got dunked on by Giannis <laughs> well, every day in practice. Thon fired the first shot True. before this thing ever got fired up. He said, I know his game. Well, yeah, we all could, we all know Giannis's you, you game. You can all you can know his game all you want. <laughs> you can you stop something. his game? <laughs> you can't you say, well, you, he'll probably beat me. That's true. That is true. Something. Yeah, uh, but that was that was quite impressive to see that performance by uh, by the Bucks. So all the talk, aside from the dominance, is this is their first series victory since winning the Eastern Conference semis against the Hornets in 2001. Mm -hmm. Do you guys want to take a guess? I love doing this. You guys want to take a guess of, uh, well, how about I play it for you, and you, you can buzz in like Jeopardy James, try to figure out the name of this song. This was, on May 20th, 2001, the number one single okay. in the United States All right. the Bucks of America. Okay. okay. All right. Huh? I don't know it. <laughs> it's got, it's gonna be somebody like Tiffany, or ah, uh, boy, I have no idea. I have no. That's little girl music to me. I'm I'm sure I screamed at my daughters to turn that down. Well, name of the song was Eight. just given out. Yeah. No, don't know it. Sorry. Oh, it's uh. Is that Springsteen Glory Days? That's my guess. <laughs> that Every... would be All For You by Janet Jackson. <laughs> was the number one single for seven weeks in 2001 from April 14th to May 26th. Well, only to be replaced by Lady Marmalade <laughs> by Christina Aguilera, Little Kim, Maya, uh, and yeah, Pink. Yeah. Re remake. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, um, Janet just went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So apparently it worked, you know. If that song, if uh, Lady Marmalade would have, you know, hit just a week earlier, I'd have been okay. Uh, I'd have got that. But title. would you have known who was singing it? Yes. I wouldn't. Yeah, you would have known all four. No, you, just right. Christina Aguilera. Really? Right, you name got the other. That? Name the other. I don't three. know the other three. Oh come on, take guesses. Ah, uh, Shakira. No. Little Kim. Yes, Sting. I, I think you just said that, though. I did say that. Yeah. I was just making sure you're listening. Yeah. Big Kim and <laughs> medium-sized Kim. <laughs> uh, Maya and mm. Pink. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Pink. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. So again, I don't win. I don't win. Who was the leading scorer of the 2001 Milwaukee Bucks? That game, that series? No, or just for, for the season. For the season, who was a the season? Lead? They went 52 and 30. Number two seed eventually Cas- lost. Uh, Vin Baker. Mm, nope. Sam Cassell. Ray he Allen. Was, yes, Sting. Okay, third. Ray Allen. There you go. Okay. Was Big Dog around then? Big too? Dog averaged okay. 22 points a game that year. Okay. He was second on the team in scoring. Okay. For Ray Allen. Sam Cassell was third. You had the great Tim Thomas on that team. Tim Thomas, who had one year, who got one, maybe two, and then he got paid, and the dude completely disappeared. Just disappeared. It was like, dude, you you used to play really hard and do some really cool stuff. What what happened? We had Irvin Johnson on our roster. Different guy. Center. Not, yeah, not, there was no magic about that guy. (laughs) Irvin, not Magic Johnson. (laughs) So now you've come up with. Medium and Big Kim and not Magic Johnson. Irvin, so not today. Magic Johnson. <laughs> Irvin, not Magic Johnson. <laughs> you know who was a rookie on that team? Um, Michael Red. Oh, right. He would go on to have a, a hell of a career in Milwaukee. Dude shot the lights out. Yeah, he Loved was. Michael yeah. Red. Mm-hmm. So was uh, Joel Prisbilla. He was on that team as well. Mm-hmm. He had skipped Underrated. to my Lou. He had skipped to my Lou. Ray for Austin on that team. All right. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a pretty good team, wasn't it? Went on to lose to Allen Iverson in the Eastern Conference Finals, yep. and then Allen Iverson and the Sixers they won Game One of the NBA Finals against the Lakers, and then the Lakers just obliterated them and won the next four games. That was that Kobe, was, Shaq, who else? Yeah. So the Sixers uh, that was Derek Fisher, Rick Fox, Robert Ory. You know who was on that on that Lakers team? The future coach of the Lakers, Ty Lue. Really? That was the series where Allen Iverson did his famous step over over Ty Lue. Allen Iverson scored like 48 points in game one. They beat the Lakers, and then the Lakers went on to win the next four. That was a yeah. Sixers team, I believe. Sucks to be the Sixers. <laughs> I remember one of my favorite. How long after yeah. that did Allen yeah. Iverson lose his, lose his boat? And his oh, that no. You're, you're thinking of what's-his-name uh, from here in town. Oh. That's not Iverson. That was, uh, oh, why can't I think of his name? Lose his boat. From Milwaukee. What am I thinking of? Oh, he, played, he was the guy who would, didn't want to sign the contract with the Timberwolves because he had a family to feed. Remember? Oh, man. I Come on. There's people screaming at their radios right now. Well, it happens all the time when you listen to this show. <laughs> yeah, they were they were they were more upset that you couldn't get all for you by Janet Jackson. He correct? Pa- no, that's true. <laughs> um, he passed on a twenty or forty million dollar contract with the Timberwolves, saying that he had a family to feed and that wasn't going to do it. And then nobody signed him. What the hell is his name? He hung out at every bar. Latrell oh, Sprewell. Golly. Wow. Oh, the choker ended up choking uh, <laughs> P.J. Carlissimo. His own coach at practice, right? Yeah. There's footage of it, yeah. Sure did that. Latrell, yep. So the last time. Thanks, everybody, for texting that in. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> brain at work. Nice uh, going, brain. So how do you guys want to feel old? Why not? What? Well, what? Do you, go do ahead. You, what, pile old, on. Pile you, on. Wait a minute. Do you, you know, know what, Do you know what I was doing? In May of 2001, 
17 years ago, you were 18 years trying ago. to work up the courage to invite somebody to the eighth grade dance, I'll bet. Wow. Something like that. How the hell did you know? What That's was a her, great guy. Well, what was, I was her just, name? I was in eighth grade. Who was my girlfriend? Uh, L- Laura. Was Laura. My, uh, Laura. What's was Laura my... doing now? I don't know. She's got some kids. Do you stay in touch? Are you Facebook friends? I think we are Facebook friends. You think? You don't know? Let's see. Let's look her up. Her feed doesn't pop up on your... I'm pretty sure we are. You don't put that down when you're looking at her Facebook page and your wife walks in the room. You don't just put your phone down face down, no. which is the biggest tell that you're doing something wrong in the oh, history of the is. world. Let's see. Yep. She looks like she's got two kids looking at her right now. Ah, good for her. She lives in Virginia. Okay. So not far, still in the area. Uh, a little bit further away. She went to James Madison University. Oh. Mascot? Uh, they are the Dukes. God dang <laughs> Colors? Uh, they are purple and gold. <laughs> you're some court, you're some sort of savant, Murray. If when it only comes to this knowing stuff. mascot names could do something for me in life, I uh, that would be nice. But it doesn't hurt to know them around here. I guess. I mean, yeah, it I... comes in handy. Man, <laughs> mascot colors. Uh, yeah. Enrollment. Uh, they probably have around five or six thousand. Five or six like thousand, making it a smaller college, medium-sized yeah. college. Harrisonburg, Virginia, used to drive right <laughs> through the campus yeah. on my road trips down south yeah. in the Carolina the League. Nailing it all, yeah. They won the national championship a couple years ago in football. Beat really went out to went out to the Fargo Dome, beat North Dakota State, and then they went on to win the national title. They lost the national championship this year. D three. No, Division One FCS. Oh, I don't. What? What is that? So it's their Division One and everything else. They're just not big enough to play with the big boys in football. It's All split. Right. FBS is where Wisconsin is, and FCS is where other schools like North Dakota State. All right, just because that. it's been so long and this has been all over the news, it's the first time the Bucks have won a series since uh, two thousand one. Where we went through the Dang. team there, and that was a good team. They had a good team in two thousand one. Right, I mean they were pretty loaded. Sure, yeah, they Ray went, Allen, I mean, Sam, fifty-two Cassell, and thirty ben went Baker, to the Big Dog. Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, uh, that was a good team. Now let's go back even further to the last time the Bucks swept a team, which was nineteen eighty-three. They beat the Celtics. Beat the Celtics in four. May two, nineteen eighty-three. All right, back on the. All right, Jeopardy, folks. The number one single, May second. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Ocean. Uh out of my dreams into my car. No, let's see. I, I, was that? Let's see if I could play it without getting an ad first. Nope, the ad is showing up first. Hold on. Hold we really on. need to do something about your audio feed too. Yeah, it's not very good. No, no, it's bad actually. Let's. The, oh, Jackson, Michael Jackson, Thriller. Oh. Beat it. Yeah, yeah, there we go. That was an, that easy, was an one. easy one. I just saw him on Showtime. <laughs> or I mean on HBO, well, as a matter of fact. Well, he's dead. That is so salute to him yeah. on, on HBO that his family wasn't really crazy about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did a big four-hour salute to Michael Jackson. The family's so mad they're talking about suing HBO. Yeah, how was that? I didn't. Uh, I heard about it, didn't watch it. So you're noticing a theme here? Hold on before I give you my, my critique of that of the Michael Jackson thing. Janet Jackson in 2001, Michael mm-hmm. Jackson mm-hmm. in 83. What does that tell us? Well, who's the top single? I don't even know. What's this top, what's the top <laughs> What's top of the charts right now? <laughs> what Jackson is there about? is there a Billboard Top 100? I bet if you just cash box for, for now. Let's see. What's the number 1 single in this, the United States? This week. 
Oh my! I, Billy Ray Cyrus is with Little Nas. Oh right, Old they read it. Road. Did they do? Is that the achy breaky sampling that they did? That because uh, Billy Ray, somebody uh, sampled achy breaky heart, redid it, and there's this big, big discussion in country music about some people are going that's not country, and others are saying, well, what do you mean it's not country? It's all the stuff that Billy Ray Cyrus did, but there's a new mix or something like that. Is it is just? Is, is this Lifting be a dumb Billy question? Ray's old track? No, it's somebody it else this? doing it, but I think Billy Ray is on it with yeah. them. It, is Little Nas related to regular Nas? <laughs> I don't know the answer. Is there a large and a medium Nas? <laughs> well, there is a large Nas. Oh, really? Yeah, he was a rapper. Uh, large and Nas or big Nas? Regular size Nas and mm. little Nas. I guess we're going back to the Littles because we had well, Little Bow Wow. There's Lil Wayne. There's, yeah. Well, yeah, there's Little Wayne. And there was Little uh, John, Little John, Little it's John Lil. was at the don't, uh, va- don't, he was at the it's little L I L correct it's not little it's yes. Lil okay just don't want you to sound like you don't know what you're talking about because yeah because you sound Lil even do cool. that you sound cooler saying no 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 it's Lil 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 just say it you know like it's yeah <laughs> and Little fitty. John was it's at not the fifty it's fitty well it's a hundred <laughs> yeah, keep okay. it a hundred <laughs> or in Milwaukee hundred. <laughs> I keep it 100 around here because I listen to Little Nas. 100. <laughs> Lil Wayne, Lil John, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Yachty, Lil Kim, Lil Dicky, Lil Peep, Lil Pump. Wait, what does the Lily? Pre- what's the Lil Prefix mean? Little Mister? Romeo. Mister? That was uh, that was Master P's son, right? <laughs> Little Romeo. God, that how about if they long. put that on when you're filling out, you know, some paperwork, Mister? Ms. Miss Mrs. Lil. Lil. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> you pick. Uh, I'd like to be referred to as Lil Madden instead of Mr. Madden when I'm being called in for an appointment or something. But wouldn't that be your your offspring? Lil? I call I call my son the little man. Little man. Lil man. L I L. L I L man. I usually put an apostrophe in there. L I apostrophe L. I think that's the correct way. Yeah. Have you guys been keeping up on Jeopardy, James? The guy who goes all in on every double Jeopardy? The daily double? The professional sports gambler? I'm a pretty regular Jeopardy watcher, but now that it's gotten nice out, i got to admit my, my TV habits have changed dramatically with warmer weather. So on, on vacation fr- on Friday, little man went down to sleep, 7.30, the Murray family watched Jeopardy to watch Jeopardy James. That's that East Coast thing that screws me up every time. 7.30 for Jeopardy. That is crazy. What time is Jeopardy on Six for you guys? Six o'clock here. Ooh. Six o'clock, right after the evening news, right after the national news, and then we get Wheel of Fortune after that, 6 and 6.30. See, and that's that interesting. It, you know what's or interesting? you can watch Family Feud sure. just about any time of day. <laughs> different, different places have Wheel of Fortune first. And different places have Jeopardy first. It's yeah. always back to back, but I think well because these shows are filmed, you know, months in advance, so mm-hmm. they're they're all just ready to go. But uh, yeah, Jeopardy James he won ninety thousand dollars yesterday, his thirteenth straight win. He has he now owns the sixth highest one day totals in Jeopardy history. He owns the sixth one day highest. Sixth. 
One, two, six. One, two, six. three, four, five, five and, and six. Six those, places. Those are all his because he's not afraid to One go. Total. I, as he a, started with what? Nothing, right? He started I mean, zero. Yeah. He's just not afraid over. to shove it all in. What yeah. he does, he, he hunts bad. He hunts for the daily doubles. So he goes, He now that he's won all these games, the winner already always starts first. So he starts on the $1,000 question, goes on the whole bottom. Yeah, he runs the $1,000 right. out. I don't and, know why other people... Don't haven't done that. It's like why work with down the list vertically? Right. Just so he racks the up the money. money yeah. So he racks up the money, and then he goes hunting for the daily doubles, and he gets the daily double. He doubles down, and he and does the all-in movement too. The hands all in. He's like he? shoving his chips in. Yeah. And he there's a there was an article written about him on ESPN. So he read an ebook about Jeopardy from a written by a former Jeopardy winner. And he to in order to get a an edge, there are lights on the side of the board, and when the lights go away, that's when you can buzz in. It's not when Trebek finishes asking the question, so he gets like a split second head start on his competitors by looking at the lights on the side of the board. Can you and, see him on TV? No. And another thing that he does... Because if you ever watch, you'll see the other contestants sitting there hitting their switch like, come on, come on, come on, come on, when they've already been blocked Mm. because somebody else is in. Another thing that he did, he is, you know, his job is to bet on sports. So he goes to a sports book wearing sweatpants and a T-shirt. Right, he bills himself on there as a professional sports gambler. Correct. Yeah. And... He never so in order when you go on Jeopardy you have to wear dress clothes. So he during practicing for Jeopardy wore dress shoes because he's on his feet the entire show. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he wouldn't think about his feet. Yeah, so he would be comfortable. Okay. Yeah. By the way, at some point Well, it's working. He's yeah, it's he's great. He's killing it. He's destroy I mean he but- Ken Jennings is the all-time, you know, legend, right? He won Brad, 74, Brad won 74 straight, and he racked up over $2.5 bucks. Ken Jennings did. This guy's almost had a million dollars. He's won over $900,000 in 13 games. Jennings is actually second. Well, if you – well, I looked Guiding. at – there's like there's a, web, there's a Jeopardy website. If you look at uh, – for actual regular Jeopardy, Ken Jennings is the is the all time leader. But huh. then if you include like Champions Jeopardy or some you know all that stuff, then there's another dude who's won like four million bucks. Brad Rudder, four point seven million. Yeah. Wow. When would when did that happen? You'd think I'd know that name, Ken Jennings. I know who that is, but yeah. Ken Rudder, how he? Four, Brad Rudder. Four million on Jeopardy. Jeopardy is like the cheapest of the game shows. It's like that's all you get. Right. You know, at the end of the show, it's like $5,000. No, the, the chase is the cheapest of the game show. Is it? Yeah, you work your ass off and leave with nothing. <laughs> just nothing. The beast well, you gotta takes be, you all away, all away. I mean, think about this game. you got to be super smart. And, and yeah, I mean, if you come in second place, you get two grand. So everyone who faces Jeopardy James is just getting maximum 2000 bucks. But he's doing what I have done jokingly said for a million years while I watch Jeopardy, whenever somebody gets a daily double on Jeopardy, I always go, bet it all. Right. And for him, it's turned out to be 
a great investment. It's worked out. I've seen him get it wrong and go back to zero. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't get them every time, but it works enough where he's killing it. And how would you have liked, this was a discussion we had the other night while the show was on, how would you have liked to wait like 15 years to get on Jeopardy and you get on and this guy is there? <laughs> this guy was on this unbelievable run. Well, there was, uh, man, I'm, I'm trying to find the article now. Um, this this woman um, was had waited her whole life to get on, on Jeopardy and... Uh, she she interviewed about it and was like it it really sucks that that this like she was basically everybody I guess the audience is just future contestants because they they bang out like a bunch in the same day oh really so everybody sitting there is going to play the game more than likely I think so really I think that's what I heard right. but yeah there there are a lot of people are watching this dude and like really this is my you know lifelong dream and I'm just gonna get my ass kicked <laughs> by. <laughs> By Jeopardy James. <laughs> should have been smarter, I guess. Should have yeah. read more books. Should have paid more attention. How can you possibly study just yeah, read for Jeopardy book right. after trivia well, book? Well, he said what he did for um, there were for for segments he felt like he was he would struggle with. He would go to the library and read children's books about about those topics to get the basic knowledge. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's great. Getting into all the theory of things, it's just like yeah. Alex Trebek's. I've heard him say it a million times. Um, it's all about the categories. If the categories are, if they, if it worked, if they line up for you, if these are things you know about, you're going to do great. Otherwise, you know, you could wait your whole life, get on there, and there's six or seven categories you don't know anything about, and you got no chance. Yeah, you know, or you have limited knowledge about. He, um, I found the, uh, yeah, I found the article now on ESPN. So Trebek, so David Purdom over at ESPN. It's Monday morning in February, and James Holzer is standing on stage next to Alex Trebek. Together, they gaze out to the studio audience. Look at them, Trebek tells Holzauer, pointing to the challengers being picked out of the audience for the next match. They're going, oh bleep, we have to face James next. (laughs) Yeah, good luck with that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, uh, yeah, I mean, and he just, he's so quick with numbers that he knows exactly what to risk, how much he can risk on final jeopardy to ensure that he's got a victory. I mean, the other day he could put, he did it so quickly. So he had 72,600 bucks going into final jeopardy. And the guy in second place had $7,000. Yeah. So he ran the numbers in his head and knew that he could bet $58,599 without risk of losing the game, but it was important to him to do something for his four-year-old daughter. He calculated how much he would need to wager to end up with an amount to match her birthday, November 9, 2014. He does that a lot. A right. successful bet of $38,314 would give him 110914 bucks or 11 Oh nine fourteen. Who does that? He does. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, you have a uh, a show you do in the afternoon. It's nationwide, correct? Correct. There's a radio program. It's on uh, NBC Sports Radio. Sports Radio, and you can you can stream it. I've streamed it a few times. Listen to you. I want you to having this guy on. I would love to have him on. And you know, 
And what would you what would you ask him? I mean, how do you, how do you, how how do you prepare? Maybe I'd ask him more about you know. I mean, he's a he's known out in Vegas as a, as a sharp and. So and, he's known. They. This, oh yeah. He's no. He's not like the people in Vegas. All of a sudden, are going, "Hey, who's this guy?" Yeah. The 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 casinos know who he is. The sports books know who he is. You want the uh, worst Jeopardy ever? Yes. Here we go. Hold Round it up. Uh, I got to feed it down to him. Hold on. Oh. Yes. Now I'm ready. I was not ready. Now I'm prepared. Lurking under your TV stand. It's a two-word animal term for a ball of lint and particle debris. Anyone? Dust bunny. Oh, no. Sandy? One consonant word for 200. Instrument heard here. Sandy? What is a flute? Nope. Clarinet, right? Mm. Yeah. Each correct response has only one consonant. Flute has more than one. Uh, one, oh. one consonant Conrad for- wrote, she seemed to know all about me. This kind of feeling came over me. Kristen. Uh, what is deja vu? No. <laughs> Frederic or Sandy? Where would, where would you like to start? Uh, literary title characters for 2000. This Sinclair Lewis title character is a real estate salesman who lives in the suburbs of the city of Zenith. Anyone? In I don't the know. city of Zenith. No, I don't know. They're all sitting there with zeros, and the board is half gone. <laughs> <laughs> all zeros. Sandy. Who is the man in the gray flannel suit? Nope. <laughs> Sandy. Okay. I'll try it anyway. Beastly 1600. <laughs> its long arms allow it to move with great agility through the treetops. Orangutan? Monkey? What is Kristen. it? What is a chimpanzee? Nope. Frederick or Sandy? What is a gibbon? Back to you. <laughs> All zeros. Total zeros. You've oh. got anything in this game. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> they but if they did pick a daily double, they would uh have they could go up to a thousand dollars even with no money. With, with no, no money? money you yeah. You, they'll let yeah, they'll let you go in the whole thousand. But you don't get to go to Final Jeopardy if you're in the negatives. No, no. You got to have money to be in Final Jeopardy. You got to have a dollar or two. You got to be able to wager your money. Yeah. yeah uh, and that is the, uh, when the when there's an empty podium, that's like the podium of shame when there's only two people on Final <laughs> Jeopardy. Does, it, does, does the contestant get to return if they're not part of Final Jeopardy? That You know, the powwow after the show when they're... Oh, you know, do they bring him back out? Like, oh, you can come back out yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can come back. But you, you could not stand on the stage of honor for final <laughs> jeopardy <bad> for you, <laughs> right? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if they, or do you, do you just stay in your seat? Like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. No, you're not allowed out back out. You didn't have any. Uh, you didn't have any money. <laughs> yeah, there's a cover charge, and you couldn't, you couldn't make it to be in final jeopardy. Yeah. So. Uh, Jeopardy James, to learn subjects he found uninteresting, he went to the library, read children's books for their simple, picture-heavy content. That's a that's smart. To combat nerves, yeah. Jeopardy James snapped his fingers three times and visualized going down an ice slide with his daughter in the snow anytime he got overwhelmed on stage. Mm-hmm. By okay. the way, his his wife won $28,000 on who wants to be a millionaire. Wow. Oh, I was I thought you were going to there was another guy on there so it wasn't the it wasn't was it All in James is that his nickname? 
Jeopardy James. Jeopardy James. Um, there was another guy on there not long ago who had a brother or sister that was on Jeopardy one time. He said his goal was to make more than they did, and mm. they and they did, I believe. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, this was uh, one competitor, Marshall Shelburne, a computer programmer, said, quote, My main emotion during the game was frustration. There were many, many times where I felt like I timed it just right, hit the right, hit it right on the lights, and every single time he was one step ahead of me. Yeah, that. So he's got it all working. His reactions are quicker. Mm-hmm. He works through those categories. He tears through them, and he's pretty good at, you know, um, general trivial daily doubles. Yeah, well, and that's the big. He, I mean, he. I remember. So the the one episode we watched last Friday, he was he wasn't doing that well after the first round. He missed a double, you know, a a daily double, and he was he was leading like fifty four hundred bucks or something like that. And I think I went and went and took a shower. Came back at the end of Double Jeopardy, and he had like forty five thousand dollars. It's insane. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's so good. He's better than Cliff Clavin. You want some more bad Jeopardy? Do you have more? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Of course. What are you afraid of? A thousand. Answer. Daily double. Daily double. All right. Oh, her competitors are minus two hundred and minus two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> 600 only? That is All so right. lame. Here is the clue. Listen to Trebek. Hold on. Selena's- 600 only? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she only has 8,600, but her competitors are in the hole. Okay. So All right. She doesn't have to do much to win. All right. Uh, the thing on the screen is Selena phobia. That's the, the word up on the... Phobia. What is fear of Mexican music stars? <laughs> <laughs> No, but that's a great response. That's pretty good. Uh, punch for 800, please. A blow to the back of the neck is the punch named for this animal. Mike. What is a donkey? No. Rabbit, yes. Punch for 600, please. Animals in competition for 200. Mark! <laughs> At the 2016 National Bird Show, this made up Division 12. <laughs> At the 2016 National Bird Show, this made up Division 12. Joe. What is chicken? No. Katya. What is a parrot? A parrot, yes. <laughs> I thought I did a pretty good parrot. In pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Union Jack for four, please. In November of 1862, this bewhiskered man replaced General McClellan as head of Union troops. Ryan. It was Burnside. Did you put an S on the end I of did, it? I did, I thought. Oh, well, that's incorrect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Well, then it's wrong. Exact game. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him do, I've seen him burn people on plural and singular plenty of times. Oh, so, yeah. So well, let's good. hope he's okay. You know, yeah. Alex Trebek, he's got some health issues Stage right now. Stage four so. pancreatic cancer. Right, yeah. so... He says he feels that he feels fine. Well, all these episodes were filmed prior to the announcement. Uh, these were all filmed back in February. So the next season of Jeopardy, whenever they film that, will have Trebek after he found out about the diagnosis. How many hosts have there been? Art Fleming was the original. Yeah. Uh, with Don Pardo as the announcer. Yeah. Then where'd it go for I think years? it just it went away for a while, and then it came back with Trebek in, like, 80, 
What, three? 84? I don't Who know. Who owns it? That Merv? Merv owns Griffin it? owns it, I think. Yeah, I think Merv Griffin Productions owns it. That and Wheel of Fortune. I think if, you, if you're going to air that, you have to air them both, right, Tim? I think so, I mean, it's yeah. It's a package deal. Every, I've never gone anywhere where it's not Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, right. Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy. Yeah, I mm. believe it is a package deal. Yeah. And everybody likes Everybody watches Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune. My mom used to watch Art Fleming when I was a kid. Be quiet. I'm watching Jeopardy. I was always, be quiet. I'm doing something. Come yeah, on, Ma. Art Fleming from 64 to 75. Then it took like a three-year break. It was on for a year. With whom? With Art Fleming again. Oh, okay. And then from 79 to 84, nothing. And then Alex Trebek took over in 84. So Art Fleming and Alex Trebek. It's been the whole total, yeah. yeah. All right, there you if go. If you're curious about uh, Jeopardy James's just ridiculous shooting percentage, thejeopardyfan.com, 455 correct, 17 incorrect in his current run. Wow. Wow. He had a perfect show last week. He didn't get one wrong. He went 40 for 40. Remember when Turd like, Ferguson was like, on Jeopardy? Oh, my God. He was great. <laughs> it's an oversized hat. And just, <laughs> isn't that funny? Turd Ferguson. Will Ferrell, <laughs> Will Ferrell was phenomenal as Alex Trebek. That was, those were really funny every time. You had Sean time. Connery, who hated Alex Trebek. And you had Burt Reynolds <laughs> slash Turd Ferguson, which was Norm MacDonald. And Lindsey Buckingham, right? We had a bunch. Yeah. Those were the two regulars with Sean Connery and uh, and Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Do we have any of that? Some... I'm looking. Come on. No. I can stop the music. For me, it begins. Oh, it's the sound, commercial. The sound a dog makes. Moo. I was back. No. Well, that's the sound your mother made last night, Trebek. <laughs> Come on in, Carrie. Then there was your middle name, and none of them could get it. <laughs> located in the studio. We've got a real barn burner on our hands. In the lead, we have Kathy Lee Gifford, a first-time player. Hey, who you pla- calling a player, G? G? What's that mean, Grandpa? <laughs> Is that what G stands for? Frank, you got a new nickname. It's G. <laughs> And you have negative $22,400. In second place, with negative $46,700, is Tom Hanks. This is actually Tom Hanks. I am a slow starter, Alex, but I think that you'll find that I will catch up with double jeopardy. Well, you've uh, you've managed to cast away quite a number of points. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. Third. What's that? John Connery. Oh, I'm sorry. I was making a pun on the title of your movie, Castaway. I don't know what that is. <laughs> the movie you were in, Castaway. Oh, ha, 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 I still don't understand. <laughs> Fine. And uh, by the way, Tom, that is a pen, not a microphone. In last place, with negative $69, oh, brother, Sean Connery.
Negative $69. Okay, that wasn't your score. Well, 69 is how I scored with your mother last night. <laughs> there we go. All right, there's the payoff. <laughs> I'll take ape tit for 400. That's appetite déjeuner. All right. All right. We got to go. All right, guys. Yeah. All right, Tim. Good run. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> See you.